back to another episode of our Yasha Ministries Let's Rap Reveal podcast. Today we're going to begin a brand new series entitled Lead Me to the Rock. That's right. Many times in life when we're going through and we don't know which way to go or what to do, um, I'm reminded my pastor, Bernadine Ellis, preached a message, what do you do when you don't know what to do? Well, what do we do? We have to ask God in these trying times to lead us to the rock. Because I don't know if you know, there is a rock that is higher than you, and his name is Jesus. So for those of you who are listening for the very first time, welcome. I want you to know it is not by chance or coincidence that you are listening to our Let's Rap Reveals podcast today. And for those who continue to listen, like, comment, and share, we want to say once again, thank you. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Rap Reveal, we're going to start with this brand new series entitled, Lead Me to the Rock. Let's wrap. Today we're going to be in the book of Psalms. We know that many of the books of Psalms were written by David and the descendants of Korah. And if I'm not mistaken, David is responsible for writing about 73 of the Psalms. There was Aswell who wrote 12, the descendants of Korah who wrote 11. Then there was Solomon, Herman, Ethan, Moses, and 49 other anonymous writers. So today we're going to be covering a familiar text that David wrote. And it's coming from Psalms, the 61st chapter, 1 through 8. Let's read. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth, I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I think I should say that again. From the ends of the earth, I will cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings, Salah. For thou, O God, hast heard my vow. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou will prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve him. So will I sing praises unto thy name forever, that I may daily perform my vow. Now many of us heard this passage over and over and over again, but I believe that it's fitting for everything that is going on in this world today to encourage your hearts or the things that you may be going through in your life or your family. This scripture is going to encourage you in this hour that we are living in. Many of us like David had to come to the realization through life experience that our God is all powerful. Yes, that's right. He is sovereign over every situation that occurs in our lives. Whether you agree with it or not, he can do what he wants to when he wants to. In other words, we don't get a say-so. Our vote doesn't count. Why? Because God always acts at the right times. But the thing I found interesting about God is he is just waiting on us. He's waiting on us to call out to him so that he might show himself mighty, that he might get the glory out of our lives. It is only when we feel powerless in our own strength that God can help us. His strength 
can overcome the despair of any pain, any trials, any problems that we may be going through at this very moment. One thing we can be sure of is we can always pray. He will always deliver us. He will protect and sustain you through whatever it is that life is throwing at you at this moment. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like life has a way of throwing us some curveballs or two. Just when you think everything is good, when you finally think you've figured it out, when you finally think I've made it through that, here comes this. Just as you're about to knock the ball out of the ballpark, life has a way of pitching you another curveball. It leaves us wondering, Lord, what in the world is going on? God wants you to know today that he is faithful. He is just. He knows what's best for you. He knows your beginning from your end. When you put our, your trust in him, he will quiet your heart. But not only will he quiet your heart, he will quiet your troubled mind. No matter what it is the enemy is saying, you can trust God in these times of trouble. Yes, I know our flesh and our natural minds want us to always think that when trouble come, God has some kind of way forgotten about us, that he doesn't hear us. The enemy of our soul is working overtime. His job is to plant seeds of doubt, fear, and unbelief. He wants to cause you to lose faith and hope in God so much that we will begin to question God's plans for our life. Satan would have us to believe that in times of disappointment, times of heartache, times and betrayal, that God is unfair by allowing us to go through, especially when we know we've been doing the right thing. Believe me when I say people can be unfair. Friends and loved ones may walk away and leave us, but God will never leave us or forsake us, no matter what it is we are going through. If you call on him, he will lead you. Not only will he lead you, but he will lead you to a rock that is higher than you. You can trust God. I love talking about David because the scripture never portrays David as a perfect man. Oh no, just the opposite. He shows David or rather David reveals himself through the scriptures with all of his vulnerability. He reveals his fears. He even reveals his doubts. We can watch him grow up in the scripture. I love studying about David because we get to get a glimpse into the heart of David. It's a rare occasion that someone or you can find someone who is willing to be transparent and share with you their heart. A lot of people will not allow you to get a glimpse into their heart. But yet throughout scripture, we get to see David at his worst and at his best. We see him in times of victory and in times of defeat. We can all relate to David's struggles and his disappointments throughout his life. I believe that God allowed David to go through what he went through so that we might know that if God can deliver David, surely he can deliver me. If God can answer David cry, surely he can answer mine. I believe God allowed David to go through and God is allowing you to go through also that you might be a help to someone else. David begins this prayer in tears and ends up with a praise. When we look at Psalms, the 61st chapter, we see David once again, like so many times before, crying out to God. David is no stranger to crying out in times of distress, nor was he prideful enough to think that he can do it by himself. But he realized he needed God. 
Church, you better know, in times like these, times that we're living in more than ever before, we need a savior. We need a friend. We have to be very sure. I mean, be very sure that your anger holds and grip the solid rock. And again, my beloved, that rock is Jesus. As we go back and look at Psalm 61, the first verse, David prayed saying, Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. I'm reminded in last week's Bible study, I told the congregation that not only does God hear us, but he sees us. Scripture implies that David was far away from home when he wrote these Psalms. I couldn't help but wonder if maybe it was one of those times that he was on the run from King Saul. Or maybe it was the time when he found himself in battle up against one of his enemies. Or just maybe it was the time that his trusted advisor and his son Absalom attempted to overthrow his throne. What I came to realize is no matter where he was, this scripture proves that God is not limited to geographic location. Not at all. He is omnipresent. That means that God is everywhere. He is present everywhere at the same time. And he sees you right where you are. What I love about God is no matter where you are, God is able to see you. And not only is he able to see you, he hears your cry. What makes our God Elohim like no other God with the little G? It's out of all the billions of the people on this planet, out of all the people in your family, out of all the people that you know that are going through, that are crying out to him at the same time because of his ability to be omnipresent, he doesn't miss a beat. He is attending to each and every one of our cries and each and every one of our prayers. And not only that, he is collecting each and every one of our tears. Psalms 42 say, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. That means he is in the now, a very present help in the time of trouble. The reality of this life is there will be difficult seasons in your life. The word of God lets us know that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. But what I love about God is he promised us he will be our refuge. He will be your strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. You can cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. He is more than capable of looking after you. Don't think for a minute he's not paying attention. God is your help. God is not sleep. Not at all. We serve a God who is fully awake. Psalms 121 and 1 says, My help comes from the Lord. The writer is not confused about where his help is coming from. He goes on to say, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. It goes on to tell us that he is neither slumbering nor sleep. I told you God's not asleep. You might feel like David at this very moment, like you're all by yourself at the ends of the earth. Have you ever heard the expression in no man's land? When I think about at the ends of the earth, to me, it kind of feels like a place of no man's land. It kind of feels like a place of loneliness, like no one else is around or being in an unfamiliar place surrounded by unfamiliar people. In Psalms 61 and 2, David said, From the ends of the earth, I will cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. I don't know about you, but in 2021, just like David, 
I found myself at the ends of the earth. I found my heart overwhelmed in an unfamiliar place. I found myself going through some unfamiliar territories. Since 2020, we all have found ourselves trying to navigate some unfamiliar situations that has required us to cry out to God. The truth of the matter is, no matter who you are, at some time or another, just like David, we will find ourselves in a situation or a circumstance that will cause our hearts to be overwhelmed. Overwhelmed means to be buried or drowned beneath, overwhelmed with things or people to be dealt with, to have a strong emotion or effect on, to be unindated by, overpowered by. If I can get just one person who's listening to me right now that will be willing to be transparent, there can be change. If you'll just be willing to admit that there have been days you felt overwhelmed in 2021, I don't know about you, but there is there anybody that's listening right now besides me that ever felt like you were being buried under a sea of grief? Millions of people have died on this planet. Our loved ones, our family members, our friends, we all have been affected in one way or another by the spirit of grief and death. Drowning in your own mind of a wave of emotions. Have there been times where you felt like you've been overwhelmed by your own emotions so much so that they feel like they're getting the best of you, that you don't know what to do? Have you found yourself being overwhelmed by sickness and disease, overwhelmed by what is happening in this world, overwhelmed by the expectations of others, finding yourself trying to be everything for everybody while you yourself feel like you're drowning? Is anybody besides me that have felt these feelings? Anybody ever found yourself in a situation where you allowed your emotions, regardless of the situation, to, be, to begin affecting your well-being? Somebody knows exactly what I'm talking about. That place where you can't sleep, that place where you can't eat, that place where you're being inundated with intrusive thoughts again and again, playing in your mind, bombarding your thought life. Anybody besides me and David ever felt like what you were going through might just overpower you? I'm talking about where your heart felt so overwhelmed to the point where you felt defeated. I said felt defeated. For a brief second, you felt like you wanted to throw up your hands and quit. I didn't say you were going to throw up your hands and quit before you begin to get self-righteous. I said you thought about throwing up your hands and quit. Oh yeah, I know it's somebody out there who listening to me right now who felt like this. And it's okay if you felt like this. You don't have to be strong all the time. We all are human. We all go through human emotions. During David's time of isolation, during David's time of crying, he found out that he was crying out from the ends of the earth. He found himself in an unfamiliar situation, in an unfamiliar place where he didn't know people around him or even the people he thought he knew he still didn't know them have you ever been around somebody that you thought you knew and then one day you look up and you're like who is this person I don't even know who you are anymore maybe David felt like that in the times of distress but what I love about David is in the times of his distress David didn't turn to man David ha shut out David cried out to God in Psalms 2, 61 and 2, David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, 
David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I want you to know today, church, it is in times like these, when our hearts are overwhelmed, when we're going through and we don't know what to do, we got to pray to God that he would lead us to the rock, a rock that is higher than I. And I want you to know that I found out that that rock is Jesus. I found out that God is waiting on us to cry out to him. When your heart is overwhelmed, he will lead you to the rock. You just got to cry out to him. You just got to block out everything and everybody and get in that secret place. Put yourself in a position of prayer. Lay out before God and begin to call on his great name. He said, call on me. I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. He said, I will answer you while you are calling. He hears you, church. He sees you. He cares all about what you're going through. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you. Don't allow him to bombard your mind with thoughts of defeat thinking that God has somehow forgotten you. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. He is for us. He gave his son on the cross that he might die, that we might win. We are in a win-win situation. The enemy don't want us to see that. He wants us to think that we're defeated, that we don't have anyone we can go to. But the word said to us to look to the hills, which cometh our help, knowing all our help come from God. I want you to know that if you will cry out to God, if you will cry to him today, he will lead you to the rock that is higher than you. Hallelujah. I just feel it in my spirit today. I feel it in my spirit today that God is going to lead you to the rock that is higher than you. If you would just put on blinders to the things around you in this world and begin to focus on him and him alone and cry to him with your whole heart. Get in a position of prayer. Begin to sacrifice. Turn down your plate. Do whatever it takes. Tell him you trust him. And not only tell him you trust him. If you don't trust him, say, God help me to trust you more. He knows. He knows all about what we're going through. He knows and he cares. He's just waiting on you to cry out to him that he might lead you to the rock that is higher than you. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I love you today. I praise you, oh Father. We lift you up. Father, we know that there have been times that we have called on other things besides you. There are times that we have turned our own way. Each one of us have gone astray to our own way. But God, you still love us in spite of ourselves, in spite of the mess that we continue to get ourselves again and again in, in spite of how we keep sticking our hands in the situation, trying to handle it ourselves. God, we ask that you forgive us. God, remove us from the situation, God. Forgive us for trying to play you. God, forgive us for trying to control the people around us and the things around us. God, we ask that you would give it, that we would allow ourselves to surrender to you. God, for you said if we surrender under your mighty hand that you would exalt us in due season. God, we thank you, God. We trust you that you're going to work it out because you promised in your word, God, that you that begun a good work in us, you will complete it to the coming of Jesus Christ. God, we don't believe that you brought us this for the leavers. You promised, oh God, that you know the thoughts that you think toward us. They are thoughts of good and not evil. God, you want to give us a future and a hope. So God, we're going to hope in you today. We trust in you today. Satan, you have lost the battle. The blood of Jesus is against you. We, we denounce everything that we have opened the door to, and we command you to go back to the pit from which you come. God, we just surrender totally to you and your Holy Spirit. Have your way in our lives. Father, when it's all said and done, all we want is your will to be done. Not our will, God, but thine will be done. 
God, if it's your will, help us to bear the cups that you have put before us. And Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being with us today. I do hope you enjoy part one of Lead Me to the Rock. I want you to come back. Don't miss, please, please, please don't miss the conclusion of this powerful series, Lead Me to the Rock. Come back for part two of Lead Me to the Rock. I want you to know, as always, you can be a part of our Facebook family on Facebook. It's Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. And as well as we want you to be a part of our group page, which is Let's Rap Reveals on Facebook group page. Go to Let's Rap Reveals group page on Facebook and join us. There are many times the Lord inspired me to do writings and I write things in, on Facebook that will encourage your heart. As well as I post memes and I post different things. We haven't had a giveaway in a while, but we're going to be getting back to that. So I want you to be a part of everything that God has in store for you. I want you to know that I love you, but you better always know that God will always love you more. Until the next time, I am Elder Shanina Walker. Have a blessed day.